Coming in for a landing. It's freaking one wood and the movie podcast. That's it. <laughs> That's it. I think we're done. I think wow. we're good. I want to be Credits. done. Yeah, we are uh, the movie podcast. Unlike uh, there are, uh, you know, there's a lot of movie podcasts. I'll be the first to admit it. We're the best. We're the premiere. We're number one. We watch a whole series of the movies. We ask ourselves, is they good movies? Is it bad movies? What happened along the way? And, and, and today we continue. We are now uh, really in the thick of it with the Cars verse. We are we we cursed ourselves by covering the genuinely rancid, nightmarish world of Cars, the Pixar films, and now we have transcended the mortal plane, if you will, <laughs> the mortal plane of simple Cars with uh, with planes. We're in this. Uh, we're in the sky now, <laughs> baby. Oh, I'm Josh, and I'm joined sorry. by uh, co-host Charles. Charles, welcome to the show. Thanks, thanks, thanks. I, I remember the first the first episode of this. You said, you, you know, sometimes we start things and they are mistakes and up until planes they hadn't really hit me because i was having so much fun you know on this end of things that the torment of watching a cars movie was buoyed by coming into the room with you and now with jesse jesse's here again we're gonna introduce him in just a sec but i do feel like i've made a mistake like i watched this movie on my phone while walking my dog you you gave it the old tenant treatment. <laughs> I don't think it ruined this. Is like you could this could be uh, Orson Welles audio play. Like you don't need the visuals, especially for an animated movie. Like none of it matters. Nothing matters. Well, anyway, so, oh my god! I watched this movie mistake. this morning, and I, I have retained so little information from this movie. It is remarkable. <laughs> I honestly like. I need to work a little bit to just remember. Just it's like fine sand in your fingers. This movie, but yes, we're joined today by our our uh, our steadfast guest uh, Jesse, who in an act of uh, just perverse masochism decided that the Cars verse was where. He wanted to make his name on the show. So, Jesse, welcome back. Welcome back and, and get on oh, board. Oh, thank you so much. Put that tray up. Get, in the, the, get your seat back up. Put <laughs> your seatbelt on. Not enough airplane humor mm. in this film. I, I would love to. I have a whole list of things I would love to have seen in this movie. Two planes uh, have sex must be, what, top two five, pla- right? I mean, this. yeah, we're going to spend a lot of time on the sexuality, I You hope. do know that um, instead of having plane humor, they had jokes such as, what's a, giga- what's a gigabyte? Did they have jokes? Yeah, there was one that was like, something about a gigabyte. Te- and technically like, speaking, there were spaces where things akin to jokes were inserted. This so was a joke of. in the movie, um, something about gigabytes. I didn't remember the line. I guess I could look it up. I don't know. And then he's like... Oh, that hurts when a gigabytes you or something, and it's like, what the fuck are yeah. you even like? How is that a joke? It's so far removed from being a joke. Yeah. Well, can, no, no, let me explain. Uh, technology is huge now. Tech is everywhere. Tech is booming. Oh my god, Jesse. Tech is booming. It is exploding. You think it was huge in 2013? Oh, tech was big then too. I just searched for planes 2013 gigabyte in quotes. Well, just gigabyte in quotes nothing actually (laughs) this script is like it's such a meaningless movie that the script isn't even available it's just like there's a fun there's a fun google thing where if you search uh, any questions about this film google just returns a page that says go fuck yourself yeah yeah this the the first answer to two planes 2013 gigabyte is tsa drops bid to allow small knives on planes wow (laughs) and that's as interesting as the the knife industry (laughs) the knife industry has lost a lot of ground since the old west days you know well, that's true, yeah. Knives were as big as guns back then. The knife then. industry? Fuck. I'm just Fuck. saying they dropped off. I just thought about this movie. I stopped thinking about what you were talking about, and I started thinking about planes again. It just <laughs> Fuck. They have. 
a boat called Fliesenhauer, and they spell it F-L-Y-S-Enhauer instead of how you would... What the fuck? <laughs> so here's something crazy. I didn't know this, but uh, uh, have you guys remember the planes curse? Everyone who worked on this film is now dead. Oh, good. Thank God. This is like, wow. Dane Cook, dead. Lucky Stacey Keach, dead. Brad Garrett, rest in peace. Terry Hatcher, bye-bye. Julia Louis-Dreyfus, rip. John Cleese, dead. They're all dead now. Cedric the Entertainer, dead. The guy from Reader 911 who plays the fucking the Mexican character, dead. This is cool. Oh, this is like, this is, you think it's like the, the Manos Hands of Fate curse mm. extended. Uh, by the way, just so you know, my Zergnet ad on IMDb right now is a picture of Mark Ruffalo and it says, the tragedy of Mark Ruffalo is just so utterly sad. How do you not click on that? I mean, that's a headline, right? Just full stop? <laughs> yeah, that's the whole headline. Oh, you got those droopy Very eyes. Very interesting. And then like Dar- Darla from The Little Rascals is drop dead gorgeous now. I, I'm good. I, that I'm not, I, no thanks. Darla from the 1920s is drop dead gorgeous in 2021? No, this is the uh, Darla Mach 2. <laughs> this is the the, oh, the, the, the one from our childhood. Oh, right, right, right. Well, the, the first Darla is certainly a corpse by now. Absolutely. Like planes, yeah. planes level corpse. I mean, this year, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Val, Val Kilmer is in this movie. What? Who is he? So Val Kilmer and and the guy who plays Goose oh, from God. Top Gun. Oh, yeah, I'm seeing oh. that. There, there's like Top Gun humor. There's like cameos by Val Kilmer and Anthony Edwards who are Iceman and Goose in Top Gun. But no one would ever know that because they're if animated you didn't planes. See their names go yeah, they're planes. The, the, the Pixar are just like Democrats with uh, that Amy McGrath who they ran against McConnell. Where they're like, she was in the Air Force. The mouth breathing idiots who we rely on to topple evil Mitch. They're going to be so impressed that she's in the Air Force. No one gives a shit about the Air Force. Who gives a fuck? Like, I hate that this movie's like, you know, nothing's cooler than a guy who's like been in the plane wars. And it's like, why is that? He's ran, he's flown so many missions. What was the so plane many. war? This is what we're fucking talking about. Plane Every fucking Nazis. installment of this plane horrible franchise. Nazis. Yeah, were they battling the plane Japanese in the Pacific? Were... That's a suggestion. Yes. What the fuck? Why do this? <laughs> why? You have unlimited, Who is unlimited resources and ability to imagine, and you just create Josh, like the suggestion of a plain world war. This is why you why? do why budget fifty million dollars box office. That's really two hundred and ninety-three million. It's not a Pixar. So first of all, this is not a Pixar joint. Excuse me. Wow. This yeah, is of the not. now defunct Disney tunes that, if you look at their IMD, or their IMDb or Wikipedia page, it is the all that shit you saw in the Walmart, just like the ball pit of DVDs. <laughs> it was like Tinkerbell three last the last. <laughs> yeah, the Tinkerbell one looks really. Uh, that was really Clay Hall's final movie, I think. Was or no? That that was. He did. I think he did one of the Tinkerbells. Well, Clay Hall uh, didn't need to make any money after this because because he died like everyone else. <laughs> right, he died they're all dead. Yeah. Um, did you did you notice the Chiron at the beginning of a Cars World film or something? Oh, sure did. Wow, that was just bone chilling. Well, and then at the end of the movie, I I I, I peeped uh, I peeped ahead during the credits, and they have the dusty fuck fucker will return in the next fucking movie. <laughs> I was like, God, the balls on these yeah, fucking dude. people. He was like a Marvel Cinematic Universe tease. Oh my god, just the, the confidence. To be like, don't worry, bitch. Dane Cook will return as he's not doing Dusty anything. Dusty Crop Hopper. Oh, so this movie <sighs> is. Um, I remember earlier on when we first started the podcast, we were going to do Die Hard like first, and then we pushed it off, and then we kept making jokes about how like, 
oh, Jaws is the diehard of the sea and, you know, shit like that. We thought it was hilarious. I don't know that it held up or aged that well. Planes, in all earnestness, is the diehard of the skies. This is about a working class hero who teams up with a benched cowardice person that murdered boys and they team up together to both learn from each other how to succeed. (laughs) Well, again, I I like that certainly when it comes to reinforcing the idea that white working class jackoffs have always had it worse than anybody else, no matter what, and their success is all like it's it's definitely it, it presents a kind of like fascistic liberalism where there are token and deeply racist representatives of multiculturalism who all stay in their lane of being weird because they're different. But like a really deeply boring guy who happens to be from like fucking Kansas or something because, he you know, I'm a, I'm and again, he's essentially having a deep identity crisis that the film does not really address, you know, right. Absolutely. He's born into one body. Well, but- there's no there's no characters. Like, say what you will about Die Hard, but like there are oh, yeah. characters in Die Hard. Well, look, and there's in planes, there's just like te- everything is template. Ch- Charles's thing template. makes no sense, Jesse. You don't have to play into well, that. You can it, it truly think is about it. incomparable. You have, I can. I'd you like have to. a working class hero. They call him a working class hero. He's a down and out farm boy. Very similar to a New Even York the cop. fucking Chinese peasants, the the, the Chinese plane peasants who are collecting Chinese plane rice in the <laughs> plane rice fields. What the fuck? What? Oh, I, don't under, boy. I don't understand. You thought that fucking uh, Cars 2 uh, really posed a lot of questions about the nature of the earth. Planes makes cars look like fucking aliens. Well, this is part you know? of it. So you have a fl- so like this skipper. He's so he's the he's the Sergeant Powell of this movie where he you don't know he's sitting behind the desk because he plays a, he talks a big game but in halfway through the movie duster he learns that old mr skipper's only been on one flying mission to go out into war mm-hmm. and that's what the only reason why he liked him was that he had gone out on mission after mission after mission to murder <laughs> other planes that's that's but then he learns that skipper isn't a giant murderer he is a fucking coward because he brought a platoon of young boys to their death because he's a bad at leading boys in the same way. Right. That, Whoa, and it, hold on, hold on. I push back on the idea that he's a coward. I think he is fully traumatized. Like this, well, he, he very bravely led based. those child planes to their certain deaths. If if you're the listener are wondering if, if this film has a Saving Private Ryan moment for planes, <laughs> it does. Yeah, and it's uh, <laughs> surpri- again as with well, the that's series, why it's PG really like genuinely upsetting. We're like, gee, Sarge, well, let's go look at it. Oh, Oh, ah! It was and fucking like, intense. Holy shit! Slow motion. Like, that, that everyone blows up. That was really it's bad. Like, these movies are so. That was appalling. also one of the few times where I felt like I was watching a movie. Though I was like, "Oh, there's something that's kind of like somewhat surprising." There's like a change in the way the screen is looking. the The score is different. There's like a choral piece in the background as all these planes are being shot down. But this is because you've gone up your whole life, especially as an American boy, to like think that that's what movies are. Is when you know war is happening. Well, here, here's the thing. Well, no, no, that's not it. It's because it was surrounded by the rest. Right. Of okay. The so like, here's what Charles, no, which is looks just the like same. Nothing. No, 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 hold on. Here's what here's what Jesse is saying. Most of the structure of this film is this. Oh boy, I'm a I'm a I'm a crop duster, <laughs> and I want to be a racer. You can't be a racer. I want to be. Oh my god, I did well in the race. You got to race now. We've got to train you to race. Oh, I'm racing. That that is it is just the most relentless 
just everyone just explains everything as it happens. There's no content. <laughs> it's just like, oh God, now we've got to go to New York. Now we're in New York. Okay, time to like. So I get what Jesse's saying. Like for a brief minute, there's like this very non-linear, very emotional and cinematic happening. But, yeah. Because other than like the admittedly, you know, honestly, look, I'm gonna be real. This movie looks pretty great. Like the like I I didn't mind watching the the hmm. plane stuff. Like whenever anyone talked, it was a fucking waking nightmare. Hmm. But anyways, I, I get what Jesse is saying. I guess I guess all I'm just trying to say is that the only reason why you see that as different is that it is a pl- like it it also is an emotionless nothing scene, but it just looked like an actual movie rather than it being cartoon planes racing each other. It was yeah a stereotypical story that you could understand because it's war. Sh- sure, and it has been done many times. Right. Um. It, uh, I fully miss the cars. Like watching this made me. I I think yesterday I said to my wife, I miss Mater. Like that's what planes did to me. I miss that amount of character because everything shitty we've said about Mater up to this point, I'm like, they were they were like trying something with Mater. Like everything in this film is so flaccid. Well, he is a. A person with a personality. I get. I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I know. I get it too. Because this is like what kids movies. We talked about like what Disney Tunes was all about. It was Tinkerbell Ten. It was like <laughs> when you when you're an adult. Like I used to babysit all the time, and when you watch wow, kids brag. shit. Yeah, I'm sorry, but I used to I used to fucking babysit, man. You know, eat their food. You get paid to eat other people's food. That I'm, just, I'm just telling you. Sounds really. You good. get paid to eat other people's food. I should quit my job. Um, like when you watch a movie like Planes, you're like, oh yeah, this is what most people are used to when they have to watch movies with their kids. Yeah. It's boring. It's, yeah. there's no plot. The plot is like smash over the head. So the fact that Pixar, we have learned are not that creative, but they do create a sense of characters. They create a story that's like actually mildly captivating compared to like the tortoise and the fucking hair Aesop fable for <laughs> 90 minutes, which is all this is. Except it's, it's fucking plain and the plane. Except Terry Hatcher's in this. We gotta we gotta talk about how you know this movie does have a little something for daddy, which is nice <laughs> because uh, a lot lot of let's uh, just say lot of ass. these uh, so much ass these uh, la- these lady planes. Hubba hubba. Uh, I gotta say, oy, I'm oy, amazed to get away with how sensual. They have shots in this movie, and again, please don't watch planes. There are shots in this movie where men. Male planes ogle female planes, and we follow their gaze onto parts of the plane that I suppose we are meant to interpret are the most arousing parts of said planes. An aileron it is, is very erotic. Truly Lynchian. It is truly an absolutely out of body ketamine like experience to put your mind in the mindset of a male plane ogling a part of another plane. This is like the scene in Harold and Kumar 2 when they go to the bottomless party. And that's like literally just a, a, a 30 second sequence where they look at Julia Louis Dreyfus as a plane's ass. So, sorry, who was she? She was, who was she playing? She was the she Canadian. She was the French Canadian. And so she in the Mexican plane. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand the casting here at all. El Chupacabra made me very sad. Yeah, that was So this is the other problem is that... It made me very the, sad. Like, the racial stereotypes of that poor plane was... Like, there's a scene where he just, he just in a <laughs> poor Spanish accent, just, like, Jesus. says Mexican cuisine at her. And she replies <laughs> with saying French cuisine at him. 
Uh, well, they're, what they're saying there, Charles, uh, and this is good. We, I feel like we should catch you up on romance and how uh, male planes and how female planes interact is not that dissimilar from how humans interact. And they're saying there really that you're so delicious. I will compare you to some of the finest bits of cuisine from my hometown. And, and so they have that back and forth. Oh, you're my burrito. You're my waffle. But the problem is planes, we have learned, don't eat. <laughs> they only eat different versions of gas. <laughs> right, so, so why so would then, these the metaphors... End, in the end, when Rip, when, when the bad guy goes into the porta potties, what is he... like? <laughs> I mean, what is in there? I... It's you know what I it's mean. Oil. Like they burn huh. gas, right? Yeah. But it's like so used oil. Yeah, used oil. Whatever gunk's on your carburetors. That's not, that's not so bad. No, I mean like <laughs> literally, planting the plane is dusting crops. I don't know why. Who's eating these crops? Every well, no thing they answer. That's one of the questions that's answered because they they say that the corn is made into fuel. You're right. You're right. And this was pointed After out all, to yeah. me by my wife, who was watching this and said, "This is one of the only things that makes sense in this whole universe." I'm just jealous. My wife refused to watch planes. <laughs> this was my and date I get night that. last night, guys. Uh, oh, that's rough. That's rough. Hey, here's something interesting. So, the great Carlos as Alazraki plays El Chupacabra. He is famously uh, wonderful on Reno 911, which is one of the best shows ever. Mm. Um and a show that I grew up with and it is insanely funny and it's kind of crazy like you'd be shot in 2021 if you made that show. He's Argentinian, not Mexican, mm. and he has a Sephardic Jewish last name. So that's kind of interesting. <laughs> but he is not Mexican. Just to just to draw a bead on this. Thank you. They got a Spanish speaking guy. He is not Mexican. Yikers. That's right. a, such it's, a yikers. It's a big time yikers for me, dog. I mean, Julia Louis Dreyfus isn't Canadian French. No one cares about the French Canadian. There are dog people. So I want to quickly just run through the plot because it sucks. Okay. Because I just think that's important to see what we had to endure. And I want the listeners to have to endure it mildly as well. Yeah. Unless you watched it. And no, 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 no. Congratulations Nobody did to the year. and don't do it in the future. That's my take. So we have a, a plain boy whose name is Dane Cook. And wait, he... wait, wait, wait. Is he a plain boy though? I had a real question about how old this character was. I kind of got like Vince Papali invincible vibes from him a little bit. Like he's, he's always like been a 32. Farmer. Yeah, he could be like maybe older than us. I don't know. You know the saddest thing about planes? Uh, Roger Ebert died just a few months before it came out. So Roger never got to see planes. <laughs> Poor guy. He would have loved, loved, loved the planes. He would have written a piece that had nothing to do with the plot, though. He would have been in a fever it would have been dream. Like, it it would have been great if there was a Boeing 747 named Jumbo. <laughs> That's just my two cents. So uh, there's there's a plane who is built to be a crop duster who wants to be a racer. That's all he wants. And he's racing around. He's got this farty little guy who flies next to him. He's like, you can never be a racer. You're a farmer for life, boy. That's how this That's works. That's the, the great Cedric the Entertainer who just talks about how much he loves eating shit the entire movie. <laughs> he was very great, funny. Great, great voice acting love from fertilizer. Cedric, if we're being honest here. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, a slight spoiler for later in the episode, MVP picks. But if, if anyone who sounded like at least they had some ounce of humanity, it was Cedric the Entertainer as lead bottom. Which is uh, is that is it racist? I guess you know, like the lead belly. It seems like the obvious 
you know, the legendary blues singer. That's that seems to me what they're alluding to. Or is that a plain joke? I don't understand. I'm not. I'm not I, getting involved. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell you, and I don't know. Lead bottom. How? What? What? You're, what are you worried about? I'm not worried about. It. I just don't fucking <laughs> There's know. No I data. don't fucking care. I don't care. Who gives a shit? <laughs> I'm trying to figure out. Anyway, while you're figuring that out, um, <laughs> he enters a race. And because it's a movie, he gets the place below the place that he needs to get to enter into the giant race. And then a, a, a crazy truck gets dropped off and says, oh, actually, someone was fucking juicing and is now kicked <laughs> out of the tournament. So you and like, who, who's the dumb truck that is like the most mater in the movie? The like his friend, uh, Brad Garrett. Um, oh, you're talking about, yeah, the great Brad Garrett. Yeah. Chug. Television's- his name is Chug. Chud. Chug the dipshit. <laughs> Not Chud. Do you know what this and like? He's dead now. <laughs> Do you know They're what like nitro dead. nitro gas is? And he's like Oh yeah, shit! That makes you fly, baby. That shit makes you feel like you're on the moon on ice. And then they're like, "It's like not oh, that, that I've ever done illegal. it." It's like, "Whoa, Chud!" He's fucking smoking that. <laughs> I want to see the so Chud you, movie. Just, there is a short film starring Leadbottom, and he will return in the next movie. So I'm really, oh, thank God, I'm really clinging on to this. We'll have to watch that as a little bonus. I didn't no, watch. We um, truly do not have to. Yeah, I no watched uh, Mater's Ghost Story Adventure. Oh, be- that's fun. Before for Cars One. That is very oh, fun. Man. It sucked. <laughs> oh my god! In the short movie with Leadbottom, uh, Dusty punches a hole in Chug's tank. Fuck you yeah. gotta oh, watch wow. that. Oh my god! My fucking tank! There's a fucking hole in my tank. Dusty is he is he is wooed by a, a lady plane only so that she could like almost murder him in the Himalayas. He is, um, you know, he's iced over in Iceland. He has to go through all this torment. To then become a new plane after destroying his body, and gets all new parts, and then beats the the shitty guy, so he wins, and that's the end of the movie. Yep. So, um, on the Disney fandom wiki, your mouse turns into a little Mickey glove. That's sick. So that's check awesome. that out. That's, I think oh that's, that's Wait, honestly what's the, website? What's the, the website? best. Whoa, 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 whoa! What's the website? Disney.fandom.com. <laughs> Disney. Your cursor becomes a little oh boy oh. hand. Disney.fandom. Oh, I typed Disney. Okay. Yeah, Disney. make sure you spell that yeah. correctly because I have Fandom. a feeling that one misstroke of the key. Look at it. It's a little. Wait, what's the URL one look like? The what? Nothing. Oh, you know, sometimes your cursor changes when you're like, go over a URL or, you know, when it's thinking, but it's just all the no, same. No, no, you, you really stick with it. I mean, Mickey's hand doesn't well, change. That's nice. He never takes those gloves off. He d- they're probably fucking disgusting. She's <laughs> like crusted with like leftover food and cum Ooh, and drool. Yeah. You think that he masturbates with those gloves on? Yes, he never takes oh, them I, off. Absolutely. You know, Minnie's like, leave them on, Mickey. He uses the technique where he actually sticks his little pecker like in the glove. So that he's actually he oh. ejaculates right into it. Yeah. Sort of like, you know, a flashlight, so but your hand's inside it as well. Wow. It's like a flashlight, but a glove on your hand. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, it does. It's like it a flashlight. I've never sense. tried that. But it's the glove on your hand you never take off. Wow. He likes it coming. Do you think his skin underneath the glove is just like rotting and like... No, like actually cum is very good for fish your skin. White. No, it's very soft, I'm sure. Yeah, I, I put oh, it on true. my face every night. Do, do you think it's, he's like uh, the guy in uh, 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 the John, the, the 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 Tell Me About the Rabbits, Lenny, or Curly, the bad guy in, of Mice and Man? He's like, I keep my hands soft for my wife. That's where he wears the glove. Remember? I read that book when I was in in like middle school, so I didn't get the cum reference. But yeah, you're probably right. He probably just comes in his hand. And just well, like, that's not what I was saying. But I, oh, I mean, I'm saying he, he's trying to keep his in. Okay, so in of Mice and Man, there's these two guys, Jesse, it's George, and Lenny. 
Yeah, by Steinbeck. Lenny's a big chungus. He's always killing Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But he's very nice. He's the mater, and then the other guy is Lightning McQueen. Got it. He's the Lightning McQueen, yeah. And famously, you know, uh, if you've never seen... If you guys have ever seen the John Malkovich, Gary Sinise version of that... Uh, Yes. Because that is... Absolutely insane. <laughs> it's one of these things. It's, it's a hate crime movie that, that could never happen again. But John Malkovich <laughs> plays George. But no, I mean, it's, great. it's weird that you bring this up. It's because that is the relationship that should have been in Cars 2. Is yeah, a, totally. Is a George. Yeah. And like instead he's like, please, Mater, I want to be friends and with then, you. And then like at the end, Mater kills Holly Shiftwell. Right. Yes. And they have to like figure out what they're going to do with that. And Lightning's like, we're gonna go see the rabbits now, Mater. Yeah, we're gonna go. We're gonna go back to Radiator Springs now. Back to Radiator Springs. Yeah, but you forever. know what would have happened in this version is he would have gone like, "Oh, you know, guns. I like guns coming out of my side." And then suddenly, like fucking giant machine guns pop <laughs> yeah, out of Mater and then shoot Lightning McQueen to death. <laughs> That's honestly how Steinbeck Steinbeck should have ended his book that way. Yeah, agreed. Cars Two is the Steinbeck novel that never was and should have been. I think everyone agrees. With yeah, that. yeah. Steinbeck would have agreed. Um, I, I do. I, I will say. Can I, I've given it thought, and canonically, I do. I do treat Cars Two as a fever dream from Mater. It should be. I yeah. think for me, for me to get through this series, I have to go with Larry the Cable Guy's reading of the plot, which is that it's all a masturbatory fantasy of Mater while he dozes off in in Radiator Springs somewhere. No, I, absolutely. I, yeah. It doesn't make sense as a real life thing. Like literally, we didn't talk about the plot at all, which is fine. But like, the ending thing is like Mater is jetpacked, flying around London faster than anything in the world, smarter than anything. It's just like I think at some point we should examine this franchise as it maps onto the Fast and Furious because this is clearly the Tokyo Drift of the Cars universe. This is known. Yeah. I mean, yes, got a farm boy as the lead who goes to Nepal, similar so well, far. And, and they departed from their main relationship, yeah. the Paul Walker, Vin Diesel, which I guess you could also say is the Mater Lightning McQueen, uh, and tried out a new, younger character. Uh, Dane Cook is the Shane Black in this film, I guess. Um and they're just trying to build out the world, you know, just like see what racing would be like in different cultures. Well, I mean, I would say in all of our lives, are we not both a lightning and a mm-hmm. mater? Do you know what I mean? In some of our a- relationships, man, we're the lightning and others were the mater. And that's there's two archetypes. Every man is both of those. I'd say that women. A holy shift. And every woman is either a dotty, the helpful, she's either a dotty or a holly shift well. Or a so, I mean. Or a Sally. There's a third right. one. Or a Sally. Sorry, ladies. That's all you get. Yep. But in a way, these movies are really the blueprint for our lives, is what I'm trying to there's say. A, there's a great interview I found on <laughs> YouTube with uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus answering questions from either a robot or a <laughs> fucking suicidal e-news reporter. And they ask her all these questions, and she's just, like, trying her best. She's doing such good work. And they asked her about, like, who her character was and she's like oh you know i like fall in love with the main lead or something i don't fucking know it does uh, yeah i fall in love with this guy because he shows me my shows me my true side and it's so important well, to have strong I, I think she just blacked out for a second and like, just hit the so hit a switch a a mexican stereotype <laughs> switches from screaming at you to playing the guitar slowly showing not who he is as a person and then you just want to <laughs> fuck this guy like there's a scene where they're on the fucking runway right before a race and off screen. You don't even see her. She doesn't even enter yeah. the frame. She's like dragging him to fuck him right before the race. 
And that's the strong woman in this movie. I had a question about the lips. So she... The way they showcase this, and I've seen this in like a lot of children's films, is like you have a character who has like a bunch of lipstick, like human lipstick lips printed on their face to show like this person has been kissed a lot in the last minute. But how is a planes don't have lips? Hold on. Planes have mouths and, and orifices and you can fuck them and that's clear in this movie. Yeah, yeah, but they're always behind. The point, some of them are the behind point the, of the movie. Like if if the only way they could do anything is if they were sixty nine each other, basically, like one on top. The the lusty the lusty Mexican plane, <laughs> El Chupacabra. The lusty Mexican plane w- wants to put his plane parts into the French Canadian plane, and he does. He just fucking screams at it, <laughs> which is fucking tight and right. and uh and then his, his idiot friend crop dusty is like no bro do it but slower and he slows it down she's like all right and then she essentially like assaults him repeatedly and violates every part of his being and then he just lives in hell and that's a that's a good thing in a kid's it's great for a kid's movie and it's a good it's good stuff makes me feel good this is why i think dusty is an older character because he is basically imparting this knowledge about how to woo a woman to El Chupacabra. So I'm saying, so you're saying he's older in, in like, if we're going back to like American Pie Presents Beta House, he's like yep, 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 the yep. stifler that's been to college for a year before the new stifler shows up. So he's like, here, you can still learn how to rape people, or sorry, rape planes, but, you know, it, I still have no idea how to actually talk to another person because I'm a fucking toxic piece of shit which is put on display when dusty uh, has his own romantic relationship with uh ashani uh this is my favorite part of the movie <laughs> where oh, i referenced God. it earlier tell me so what what happens like <laughs> she comes up she she the sitar comes in <laughs> to the soundtrack and then what happens uh well she well he cat calls her yeah repeatedly yeah he's like oh nice tail fin or like some bullshit like that yeah and she's like yeah uh you just won the most aerodynamic goes, of the lo- world for a i sports love your illustrated magazine <laughs> look at that fucking juicy juicy plain ass damn those fucking wings you got <sighs> i want to make a fucking mess on them so then but what happens is she's like oh you know in the, when you're flying through the himalayas rather than because you're such a fucking coward you don't like flying over mm. like a thousand feet you can fly through this tunnel right and he's like oh sick that's a shortcut i'll win and lo and behold, it was a plot to murder him. Right. And then yeah. also the, the timing of that is remarkable. Like it's one of these murder plots where you really have to have all your ducks in a row for him to go through the tunnel at exactly the right time. Right. And again, just to be clear, she tried to kill him. Like She, she attempted to yes. murder him with a train. <laughs> and this is like played off like, look, I'm Which sorry. I got a new propeller. A I mean, creature. what am I supposed to do? Not get a new propeller? Yeah. And in the world of cars, everything now is sentient. So can you imagine being a train? You're sentient. You can talk. You can think. You can do whatever you want. But you're stuck on the tracks. You can't move. And you just see a creature. And you're just like, I'm going to have to kill this thing. I cannot do anything other than kill this thing. Wow, what a life to be a train in the cars first. Seriously, man. But then at the end, they're like, oh, still, you want want bone? I, I know I tried to murder you and everything, but you're pretty cool. Here's my propeller. I love you. Yeah, everybody gives yeah, him every, shit. Why does every ethnicity need a music cue? How is he endearing at all? Like, all of these people, and this is it's the same thing with fucking Lightning McQueen. 
It is. These fucking men just show up, don't do anything worthwhile for anybody, and are just beloved by the end of the film. It, it, it's mind-boggling. It's it's crazy. This movie... So this... I wanted... I forgot to get into it last time because there was a juicy tidbit that was just like thrown into the air. And then they acted as though it was nothing where they said cars are made. Oh, Which yeah, was, yeah, to yeah, me, yeah. insane. So like... We're all thinking this is like, you know, cars are people, they fuck, they create little cars, they grow up into big cars. But no, they use the terminology of being made. Yeah. And all of that is completely repeated here as though everything in this world is created for a purpose. Which, on the surface, yes, you can make a... Like, I want to make a movie about... This movie is basically like, you know, you, you just because you're built as a farmer plane doesn't mean you can't be a racer plane. But the problem is... When you're dealing with racer planes, they have engines that are fat. Like everything is better on a racer mm. plane for racing, and everything built to be a farmer plane, you're a farmer plane. So this metaphor immediately makes no sense. Yeah. Because very literally, you cannot be anything more than what you are. Well, and it highlights this other thing that we've been trying to grapple with this whole time, which is like, how do planes or cars or any vehicle, how do they decide to go faster? They usually squint. And like fart, I think. <laughs> they, it seems to have nothing to do with really anything other than this brief allusion at times to training. Somehow a, a certain training regiment will train you to be able to go faster in the sky or on the ground. It's something that I think has come up in both films where a character has said, it's not how you drive fast, it's how no, you... It's, it- what do you know the line, Charles? Yeah, yeah, I do. It's this one's seared in for some reason. It's it's not how fast you drive; it's how you drive fast. Right. <laughs> so, like Charles, just sear that one into your brain for a bit to figure out if you can really ascertain the meaning behind it, because I cannot. There's a there's a girls' high school basketball game going on right now in the Berkshires, and uh, it's. I was wondering why you're so it, quiet. Well, I'm, just, I'm bored as fuck hearing you dorks <laughs> talk about planes. Um, uh, it, apparently, uh, after three quarters, uh, Wakona High School had scored sixty points and Pittsfield eight. Oh wow! Jesus! Wow, good that's, for them. Like that's impressive. That's lightning to not the make the double digits in a basketball game. Shut the fuck up, Jesse. <laughs> Can we just like admit this was a horrible idea? I hate. I fucking hate. I. It's just. I have, I hate a, I have a great shit. idea. I okay? hate this shit. I have a great. I fucking idea. hate cars and planes now. I, I want you all happy. Like, I want you to listen to this. This is a serious <laughs> offer. And I know you might not like it, Josh, but I want you to just hear me out and consider it. (laughs) I want the three of us to get Jolly Ranchers tattoos. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Fuck you. Are you... Oh, boy. Is that a thing? Oh, boy. I mean... I don't have as much real estate left as it's you guys. Jolly Wrenches, but, right? Yeah, is that a Jolly is that a Jolly Rogers joke or a Jolly Ranchers joke? Again, the incorporation of the word joke is questionable here <laughs> as it is in the rest of the description of the film. It's not funny. These movies are so awful. There's I'm not seeing anyone with a Jolly Wrenches tattoo. We could be I'm the not first. seeing any. Wow. Oh, you want to do it, guys? Uh, you know, no, I've once been you're thinking about my next tattoo, let me think about it. I have been thinking. It's just about a it. square. It's just a square skull and crossbones. Like if you wouldn't have to own up to it being a planes tattoo. No, I I would. 
but I absolutely I would have to live would. with that information. But I would have I that knowledge have earned that it, I had you know? done this to myself. We are the no, true we, Jolly we Ranchers. This is stupid. <laughs> we, maybe as a punishment, if I, we were to interpret this as a punishment, <laughs> we're doing a bad thing for ourselves and for the podcast and for our listeners. It's just bad. Do you think anyone has actually seen all five of these? Do you think there's a person out no. there who has seen absolutely <laughs> okay, cards one, two, Jesse, and three let me re- and let planes me- one and two? Let me reflect that question back to you. Has anyone consciously <laughs> seen those five movies and could tell you anything about them? Well, I mean, I'm sure people have seen all five of these, but like, is are these cultural artifacts that are made to leave an impression that is discernible on a human? No, they are just so genuinely vapid and empty and, and just nasty and ugly. And I, there's nothing good about it. I mean, again, I wish, I wish. Roger had held on. I wish Roger had held on for see, a we few could have, more months. We could have read those words and be like, at least one person enjoyed this. Yeah. Roger Ebert is exactly the kind of Midwestern sap who probably like literally talks to planes. Absolutely. I'm realizing that part of the reason this is so annoying to me is because they they looked at this piece, this whole thing, and said, you know what? We were going to do video on demand for this, but no. We're going to put this in theaters. We're going to charge yeah, movie so, theater ticket prices for people to sit there with their shitty kids and just fucking zone out for an hour and a half. So that's the thing is like this is the this is the Disney Tunes brand which is all they do is TV like direct to video and this because it was a Pixar joint got treated like it was a theatrical film but this isn't. This is like the <sighs> shit you'd watch on TV. There's no the plot is this is a 20-minute plot stretched out to an hour and a half about, again, the the whole point of this movie is you can be more than what you are. And there's a line in this movie from the bad guy who seems fine. Like, who gives a shit? He's fine. I don't know why they don't like him. Yeah, he's Who cares? Because he wins? Yeah. None of the planes care about winning this race. This is supposedly like the biggest race in the world. And it's crazy. nobody cares about winning except for he like two Josh- characters. St- Stop bringing my basketball. I'm looking at the quotes page, and it's like looking at shifting matrix code. Like none of this. Is, right. Well, that's the thing. Like, none of it is stuff. Probably. Like none of it congeals into something. Fifth, this movie is Skipper just saying plain jargon. Like, all right, now, now whip, whip the tail around that hedge. It's like, what the fuck? Why do kids want to listen to this? The the line that I'm trying to get to is Skipper at the very end of this movie. After, uh, you see. Dusty has a crumpled ball, a crumpled metal ball after mm-hmm. almost dying and drowning in the water. He gets he is gifted all new parts. It's like Jesus getting all of his little gifts when he's born. Wow, great parallel. Thanks. Yeah, he's my Jesus now. I'm I <laughs> never really related too much with the Bible, but but now like I don't know. He, this is a powerful story. Skip the the fucking bad plane says bolting on a few new parts doesn't change who you are. And the problem is it does. In the planes, <laughs> in the cars verse, it literally does. It literally is about what is inside of a plane that makes it a better racer. That is it. Um, I want to read a review from Ox 761286242274. Sorry, Ox, I got it wrong there. Uh, planes <laughs> equals fantastic movie. Critics will say it's derivative. I say so what? It was filled with correctly used aviation lingo. Cotton candy and humor. The score is terrific. Flying scenes are outstanding. And it was fun, yet plausible. Plausible. I understand. Super plausible. 
this movie. I understand how non-aviation, you get it or you don't. Adults may feel lost in the lingo, but your kids won't. They will suck it up like a sponge. Um, well, so much for it's being horrid. believable because the goofs page is quite long. And the first one I'm reading is uh, when Dusty gets his new wings, they're two left wings. Wow. That that Honestly, I did clock that and it really took me out of planes. Yeah, he wouldn't have been able to fly wow, straight. Wow, circle, wow, circle, wow, circle, wow, circle. Yeah. What happened to you know a good honest day's work? Well, that's the thing is there's another quote in this movie where uh, like a, a just a random Dane or a random Nepalese is like, does does working on the farm make you strong? It was like so weird. I don't know. It just felt like this strange look at American. Just again, like the major thing. We're like, oh, are you a perfect strong American boy because you work out on the farm all day and eat corn? Well, look. I mean, hold on. Talk to talk to the USSR. Talk to you know feudal Europe. The thing with farm people is that they're <laughs> they're 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 dull, vulgar oxen. Oh, they're and good you, stock. You need them str- you need them strong enough to drag the plows, but not strong enough to mount a, a, a resistance to whatever dominant political system or economic system is keeping them lashed to the earth, the cold, unforgiving earth. So it is, you know, to be fair, you want the crop duster strong enough to crop dust, but not strong enough to do what he does and break the caste system of the world of planes. Right. Hmm. And he does. It's, it's hard. He does. Um, so is the, is the German car trans? Uh, I'm so glad this came up. No, no, they're I mean, not trans. Maybe they are trans, but I would guess that it's more of like a M Night Shyamalan situation where we got mm-hmm. what's his name having like like uh, James McAvoy, yeah, flying yeah, back yeah, and yeah. forth between twenty six personalities. You're talking about the the car that can turn into a plane, yeah, 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 yeah. No, he's definitely like supposed. They even say split personality, like got a load of this guy, but, but he physically transforms and becomes a, like a, essentially another person, right? Well, Disney hmm. Tunes absolutely would not have the balls to do that in earnest in a film. But I think there is a reading of that if you're just sitting there literally grasping at straws about what to make of this movie. He's born one way and then discovers another physical and and, and, and ident- like there's another identity inside of him that emerges that feels like this more realized mm. complete well, I, version I, I of himself. I thought it might be a, a, a car and drag. But I guess that requires that we know if did the car put the wings on itself or was it born as a car made excuse me was it made as a car that then all like did it come out of the Shut up. Because, again, <laughs> we're talking up. about... Who fucking... Yeah, yeah, one, uh, shut brain. up, Jesse. Yeah, Two, but we're, we're, of course, talking about Franz von <laughs> Fliegenhosen. Uh, this is a uh, good movie. But no, they literally... The, the fucking Chud. Chud says, oh, he's got split personality. Like, this is the thing. You say they, like, explain everything. They have jokes... <laughs> And then they just explain the joke. Like it happened over and over again, where they were like they knew they were making things not funny, and they just had to like explain what they were trying to do. They lean on this device that I think is, again is present in a lot of kids' movies, where it's like there'll be someone who's super interested in something, and they'll like kind of go on this monologue and be like, "Oh yeah, the car," and then like this is the lug nut that goes here, like very specific stuff, and then everybody's silent. Yeah, and then they're like. Yeah, anyway, so like go Dusty. And the joke is like people know things. Yeah. It takes up way too much time in this movie, I'll say that much. 
there is an interesting experiment watching this movie without watching, like just listening to it. Because you, it's that shit becomes so much more noticeable when you have mm. nothing visual to yeah. distract you. Yeah, like, yeah, I was yeah. like just sitting by the river watching my dog, and I was just hearing this dialogue, and it was just like, <laughs> what co- possibly could be happening on screen that would require this to be being uttered by planes? Uh, but you did mention earlier, Jesse. Oh, sorry, J- Josh. Go ahead. You haven't spoken in a while. I was looking at the 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 critical response section of Wikipedia, Please. and it's not very interesting. But there okay. is a guy from the Arizona Republic whose name is Bill Goody Kuntz, and that that must have been hard growing up. Yeah, that's not good. That's what you got, Goody Kuntz. I'm not sure. I I don't know why I let you talk. G o o d y k o o n t z. That's that's a burden. Well, speaking so speaking of a burden. And earlier, Jesse, you said that they wouldn't have the balls to do something. I, if yes. you liked my Die Hard theory, I have an even better one. Let her fly. Here's what happens in this movie. When we didn't like it, but sure. <laughs> well, I'm not talking to you at this point. <laughs> he didn't I'm, like it either. Go I'm ahead. To our listeners. Um, okay, so this is about a, a farm man, mm-hmm. a man who works on a farm. You know, he's got a big old dick. He's got a big old dick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hear me out. Okay. No, I'm, I'm and he wants strapped to, in. Let's go. Well, Josh gave me a look, but I they, they call it a, they call it a squeaker. No, they call it a sprayer. He's got a big old sprayer. Okay, and part of the, there's a scene in this movie where he's like, "I want to be a racer. I want to be a racer, but I can't be one." And then the dot the car, the mechanic is like, "Well, you can either get more aerodynamic, or you can or you, so lose some parts, or you can get faster." And and he's like, oh shit! I don't want to lose my dick. Uh huh. Okay. Don't rip okay, my dick okay, off. Yeah. Jesus, leave my dick alone. But then he realizes that because he's a fucking crop plane, he can't get faster. So halfway through this movie, mm-hmm. after the line uttered that he is built for seed, mm-hmm. not for speed. <laughs> uh huh. They rip his dick off. Wow. Yeah. His testicles, everything for the seed, so he can only become. A speed machine and if you if you listen to this movie and not watch it like i didn't do and you just listen to it dane cook like they rip his fucking dick off and then he squeaks around for a little bit he becomes a different character he becomes the machine he was intended to be by losing his penis what i will say out of all of that is that i have a new tattoo idea which is built for seed not for speed and i think that's the the big thing i got from that I remember when I was the the fattest kid in my class in middle school, I was proud that we did like a science experiment thing where my momentum was the biggest oh, gonna, in the class. You're going to tell the the chungus, the charging chung, chungo with the the high velocity again. Well, momentum is the thing. Well, yeah. you told the story. Well, have I told the story? Yeah, you told the story is <laughs> the charging chonko with the high velocity. Why don't I just tell this every episode of the show <laughs> moving forward? It's pretty sick. You know, once in middle school. I had the highest velocity oh, in my whole class. Do you think that this movie is about his penis? Um, this is where we're at 50 minutes into our planes <laughs> episode. This is just like... So she's like... What is this? She's well, like, this uh, I because... could take off his, his CH-20 and he's like, Chud's like, what's that? And then she's like, oh, you know, I could take off his, his uh, contraption for... Your cock. And then he's like, use your words, bitch. And she's like, oh, it's a sprayer. <laughs> he's like, thank you. Thanks for, thanks for telling me what it is. Is, is This movie is... Uh, it's pretty good. <laughs> and but he, I think he learns is, to be a new man. This is what you have to do with a movie like this. It's like going to a modern art museum and there's like an exhibit of just like a white wall. 
and it just means a completely different thing to every single person who walks by it. You just bring whatever is on your mind at that time, and that's what Planes is about. It's vacant. It's not about anything. Guys, it's not about anything. Well, Julia Dreyfus has a bad. powerful message about, you know, <laughs> Very being strong. better than being... He had to you have can... been blackout at that point. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, you know, the only message that I really took from this is when he loses his first race and the bartender says, you sad, you drink. Yep. Yeah, the German lady. <laughs> that, that my, my takeaway was that I, I do wish someone would just cut my fucking dick off and I could just live my life right. not Isn't, being... Hey, you know, fewer things this is to about think the about. joys of being a eunuch. This is about the liberation. That the, the penis, the penis is a burden. The well, Chupacabra is so so horny and so you know so spicy is his lust. Remember when someone says we're going to Mexico? I'll bring the salsa, and you're like, <laughs> this movie fucking rocks. This is so good. I don't hate myself. Half the lines about El Chupacabra was about Mexican cuisine. Just the fact that his name is El Chupacabra tells you everything you need to know about the level of yeah. intentionality that they just gave to the script. Like, I fully believe that they made planes and were just, like, designing all the animation, drawing all the bullshit that animators do. And then, like, ten days before bringing in voice talent, they were like, oh, fuck, we have to write shit for these people to say. And then they just like put together some random plot line after the fact that was totally generic. There's no energy that goes into any of the story. Yeah, you said earlier that you made you miss Mater. It doesn't make me miss Mater. It doesn't. I don't feel like the <laughs> other movies are any better. This is just like the worst version because there's no like this is like Lasseter is making worse movies. He just pretends more to have a care about his characters, but down deep, it's actually even worse than Planes. I sort of like hmm. planes a little bit more than cars and cars too because at least at the heart of it it's just like fucking nothing mm. <sighs> no it's just know. nothing it's nothing it, this film made me feel nothing i just i was left more empty in an empty horrible world i'm asking when will it end i fucking hate this shit <laughs> we could stop series. it so i want to i want to halt the podcast josh is not having no. fun no, no, do no, we want to just also, bail? We've never I, I done this before. To... No, no, no. I mean, look, we, we let's let's discuss that off mic. I genuinely we can't open that door right now. We're fifty five minutes into this. Look, we, we're doing. We have to watch fucking planes and rescue. I mean, I'm just saying we're, we're talking about watching the second Dane Cook planes movie. Yeah, that's like, that's where we are right now. All right, we'll talk about it later. We'll we'll come back. I don't know, uh, Josh. I'm sure you saw that John Cryer was going to be the person who voiced Dusty. Would it have been a better film with John Cryer uh, in the lead? No. Or is it no. still completely... No. <laughs> Dane Cook it's is... It's not even a conversation. <laughs> what about that would make this better? Nothing would make this movie better. And I love your enthusiasm. If Ducky was the shitty plane, no, who gives a fuck? Right, because I think what the problem with Cars, and then I'll, I'm also asking when will it end. This is awful. This is, like, pointless. <laughs> but, like, the, the problem with Cars is that it, it has a very bad message about everything at its heart with a sort of mildly entertaining story. This is like the the shit, like the racist shit and the sexist shit. It's like, it's not a part of the DNA of this movie. It's just like random bullshit that they just like don't know how to not do. But down deep, this movie is like about nothing and I don't care about it. I, and it's... See, I, I disagree. And maybe it's because those random bits made more of an impact. On, like I sat... Guys, this was my date night. I sat down so with sorry. my wife. Yeah, Why? that's bad. I sat Why down do with do my that? wife, and I was like, "Honey, we're watching planes. I can't let the boys that's down." That's grounds to, to for divorce. Absolutely. 
<laughs> I would divorce okay, you. Okay, so I'm saying when will it end? Uh, Jesse, where are you uh, at with this? I, I'm are you also excited saying, for planes? No, no I'm yeah. also saying I'm, when I even, I'm embarrassed that I didn't ask this last episode. <laughs> yeah. This is Sucks. very bad for the world. Uh, MVPs in this shit show. Uh, I'm oh, picking God. Cedric the Entertainer. I just like Cedric the Entertainer. It's nice to hear him. He's funny. He smokes cigars. He wears cool suits. Um, and in this, he plays a guy named Leadbottom. He loves uh, he loves Vitamulch. It smells bad. Everyone's like, "You smell like fucking shit." And he's like, "I love it. I love eating shit." So that 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 was cool. I like that that plane liked eating shit and spraying it out over <laughs> stuff. That was cool. Uh, Jesse, do you have a do you have an MVP? Uh, I you know I think my MVP is gonna be Roper, uh, who is voiced by Sinbad. Uh, this is. Oh, I thought you were talking about <laughs> Roger Ebert's <laughs> yeah, partner. Yeah, I, I don't dead know why partner. Richard Roper. Um, no, uh, the little car voiced by Sinbad I thought was very fun. Uh, he seemed to be enjoying himself for the three sequences he was a part of. Um, yeah, he had the most obviously supposed jokes. Like his jokes felt like they were like the most evident that they were yeah. actually written to be funny. And really, like there's something to be said for some amount of uh, voice acting compared to the rest of the people in this film. Like there are a couple of funny lines by Roper, but that's again, that's why I kind of miss cars and cars too. say what you will about most of the stuff. There was acting going on except for Michael Caine, who was just trying to get out of there as quickly as possible. But I felt like people were Giving more effort, and I appreciate that. You're insane. There's, <laughs> if this movie made you miss the Cars movies, there's you're fucked in the head, dude. I'm sorry, That's just insane. just because they were trying harder at making you know a Me Too nightmare should be. Yes, worse. but better. this was just they as bad. No, it wasn't. Just, if you were looking nah, at the film uh, the entire time. And not looking at your dog. How could you? When when you look directly at planes, your eyes slide off of the screen. I'm so happy. I, I watched this in the bright sunshine, so I couldn't really even see what was happening. I, frankly, I to, like, I'm mad at you. I wish I had done that. Perhaps yeah, uh, Perhaps I, I would have had a better experience if that Here's was the thing. The I had to be outside with my dog for an hour and a half, and this movie is an hour and a half long. It was fucking perfect. <laughs> uh, my, my okay, MVP so Charles, your MVP. Yeah, your MVP. I did have a character that I liked... Um, she was she was Terry Hatcher, the, mm, the little mm, mm-hmm. mechanic, not just because she rips his dick off, but because she actually was like the only one being like telling the truth, being yep. kind, doing something productive in this yeah, fucking to- nightmare world where nothing. That, that's a great point. That's a great point. So I liked her. She was she was like the every scene she was in. I was like, oh, good. Like, at least there's somebody that is a real. <laughs> I don't even know what kind of car she is. Is she just a forklift? Yeah. Yeah, it's like the race. It's the same as, uh, you know, Guido from uh, the right. The I find verse. it insulting that tractors are just fucking non-thinking cows and a forklift gets a speaking <sighs> yeah. role. I have used a forklift. It takes no skill to use a forklift. It is basically just a trolley. Well, don't tell the forklifters union that. Yeah, seriously. Wow. I won't. I never was. They don't listen to this fucking shit. (laughs) Um, This shit sucks. (laughs) I hate it. Uh, Tune in next week. More fucking dog shit planes. But Josh, Josh. This time, fire and rescue. I know you like to do this, but I'm going to close out with a quote from Chug. (laughs) (laughs) You know, when times are hard, I I turn to this quote from Chug, Brad Garrett's character from the film Planes. (laughs) This might help you get to the next episode. 
In a very moving sequence in this movie, Chug says, There's nothing better than dying while doing what you love most. Oh, this is some fucking smash and pre-roll, baby. Fine, I'm, I'm now I'm recording. Let's get the okay, fucking pre-roll energy back. You want to just, do that? You just oh. say all that again? <laughs> do you have, you ever, have, you, have you guys had the experience of Googling planes <laughs> and then being like, fuck, <laughs> yes. that, was not, I that it, was not enough. I did it twice. I have twice. to do like one more piece of work. To right. I'm actually <laughs> very sad to say that now the computer is assuming that I mean this movie rather than all of the other planes that exist in the world. I think I'm going to bring up the Julia Louis-Dreyfus interview, but I did interv- I did search for Julia Louis-Dreyfus planes, and I found a the first hits like her talking about how she had to sit next to a man with B.O. on a plane. Mm. Oh, that's awful. That's yeah. awful. Mm. I know. Sorry for her loss. Poor Julia. Yeah. I didn't even know Julia was in this. But yeah. yeah. I, mean, I didn't know a lot of people were in this movie. Yeah. Okay, let's 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 get going on this. Yeah, let's uh, get it in. As get it usual, in the I've got a hard out today. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 